Hi again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the VSN Volleyball Podcast. Digging it. I'm Eric Ritchie. So glad you're with us. A great episode in store. We've got two tremendous guests lined up for you, as well as preparing for, yes, indeed, the state tournament in high school volleyball in the state of Louisiana. We'll have high school coach Julie Hartley, won several state championships at Sacred Heart. She's been at John Curtis for a while and has done a tremendous job with that program. Maybe one of the hottest teams in the state headed into the quarterfinals right now. We'll join Coach Julie in just a moment. And then later we'll head to Mobile, Alabama, where we join, and I'm not kidding when I say this, the winningest college volleyball coach in NCAA history. That's right. I didn't stutter. She is the winningest coach in college volleyball history. I'm talking about Peggy Martin, now in her 13th season at Spring Hill. Uh, over 40 years of coaching overall. Cannot wait to hear some of the great things throughout her career and her team. Very successful right now. Again, a 19-0 conference regular season. Many Louisiana girls have come through that program as well. Michaela Boyer from Hannon. Uh, Liz Hardwin right now from Dominican. Pulizano, the setter from Ursuline last year. All on that Spring Hill Badger roster. We'll talk about that as well as what's coming up in VSN land. We're talking about reports that will be starting from the Cajun Dome on Thursday at the State Volleyball Tournament, plus cross-country state championship on VSN coming up on Monday of the following week. But let's start this show like we do each and every episode on the high school front. And we have, we have a great one in store for you today. Let's go out to River Ridge and we join John Curtis head coach, Julie Hartley. Coach, welcome to the program. Congratulations on Gosh, what a what a season again. And, um, you know, here we go. State tournament time. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Let's let's first talk talk a little bit about, um, you know, the coaching community is 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 so, so tight and the volleyball community is so tight. You know, I'm, I'm at I'm at Hannon talking to Becky Bonifee. And then she's talking about when April Hagedon played for her. And then she was at Hannon when Hannon was on the West Bank. And, and you were there. And, and I, I can't keep track of all this, this, these coaching trees. Tell me about how you kind of started, I guess, first of all, in volleyball. And then kind of your coaching career. When, when did the coaching bug, as well as the volleyball bug, bite Julie Hartley? I started playing my freshman year of high school. I, I went to a small uh, school first assembly academy and we didn't we were not allowed to play until we were freshmen and um, from there I played a little college ball and the bug bit me and I um, just loved it and continued to play couldn't play enough um, I actually coached the first assembly my first year and then went from first assembly to Hammond. And I was I had the privilege of starting the uh, volleyball, softball, and basketball programs at Hannon when they were in Miro. And um, then it was presented the opportunity to go to Sacred Heart. Just another awesome experience. I've just had n just incredible experiences uh, coaching this game. It's been so good to me. Um, and then decide, I, I had two boys kind of stepped back for a little bit, had my two children and um, came over to Curtis. And then Curtis gave me the opportunity to coach. And I've been doing it ever since at Curtis. 
Excellent. Excellent. All right. I've got a couple follow-ups. All right. Let's start with your playing days. You kind of breeze back and God played a little college ball, you know, very <laughs> few percentage of players get at that opportunity. Where did you go to college? What position did you play? What type of a player, a volleyball player was Julie Hartley? Um, I played, I was a DS at Southeastern. Um, I, I think I'm intense and I'm in focused for sure. Focused. Um, I, I just enjoy the strategy of the game. I enjoyed learning the game and um, just, again, just a, a focus driven player. Excellent. Okay. Now the follow-up on, on the college ranks and where, where you said you had that privilege to start Hannon when it was at a, not on the North shore and give me some of the, the coaches and uh, that, that names that we recognize now that, that were around you during those, during those days. So I started with Don Perrette, Coach Perrette, who is from Rommel. He went to Hannon. Um, I worked with Kenny Benora. I worked with Dale Shimento. And I worked with um, oh, uh, Latino, uh, Joey Latino. So those were just some of the coaches I worked with at Hannon, which, again, is just a, um, again, just tremendous, <laughs> tremendous coaches. So I had the opportunity to work with those gentlemen there. So Sacred Heart would be the next stop, I guess. And um, how about four state championships? Is that right? That I uh, Four state championships, over 200 wins during that time. What was it like at Sacred Heart during those years, winning those state titles? And, and, and what did you bring to that program to implement all that success? And, and, and give us some of the names that, that played for you back then, again, that, that, we, that we would recognize today. Um, I... Um... Their program was was established and it's intense and you go in knowing that it's a tradition and that you have to keep that tradition and I look forward to the challenge. Uh, one of the one of the players that you might recognize that I coach was Colleen Lorenzo. Now I still call her Colleen Henneken, but um, Kyle's <laughs> and I go yeah, Kyle's and I go way back. So um, that's fun. And then I see you know see girls, different girls that are coaching like their middle school program. Um, it's Catherine Sins, and I just saw her last week at the middle school tournament. And so it's just fun to see different players all over. That's awesome. And Coach Colleen was on the show a couple weeks ago and talked about those days very fondly. Hey, let's talk a little bit about John Curtis right now, your season, and what a tremendous end to the season. And it wasn't that you played bad at the beginning. It's just when you go on an unbelievable streak like you have heading into the state tournament, that's what kind of stands out. I know the Newman win was amongst those wins. Uh, you handed Newman their first loss and stopped like a 20-some winning streak match that they had streak on. Um, uh, also, Sacred Heart, the team that you'll be playing Thursday uh, at the Cajun Dome in the quarterfinals. Uh, we have some video of that game that was on VSN. Tell me about what was this? What has turned for John Curtis right now? Why is this team playing so well? And take us back to that that first meeting with Sacred Heart during the regular season? Um, we, we knew we needed experience. We have, um, I have girls that are talented, that we work extremely hard. We've been working for a while, um, whether it's, whether it's conditioning or, you know, it's ball touches and it's just getting that game experience. Also the, you know, getting your team to mesh and, and for them to believe in each other. And I think that just started to come, you know, it started to come together. 
What about this match? We're watching video right now of a five set, you know, tremendous match at Sacred Heart that you guys pull out in that fifth set. You didn't have Jackie Melanson, your, your big outside in that game, but but you, you found a way to win. The um, yeah, the girls the girls pull together. They they play well together. I had um, Hayden Beard step up. She came to the outside and um, handled that position really well. Um, you know, we played defense well. We had already been in several five-set matches that we had not won. So coming here, we were familiar with being in this spot. It's just being able to turn, being able to turn it over. All right. So now you got to play Sacred Heart again. Your your former school and Coach JJ Juan, like you, a, a legend in the coaching profession in Louisiana high school volleyball. Tell me about that matchup. What what what's going to have to happen for John Curtis to get by a, a team that that kind of seems like they kind of you know kind of was off the radar a little bit, but but they're healthy now and they're winning winning volleyball matches. How, how do you see this matchup coming on Thursday at the Cajun Dome? Um, one, you know, but you have to serve tough because both teams pass well. So hopefully you serve tough enough to serve them out of system. Um, they, they have some nice hitters. You, I mean, just hit the ball nice at nice angles. So hopefully you could see that angle, see the hitter and uh, be able to dig that angle. And also, you know, we'll have to be able to bring some, um, a little pop of our own. And those are the things that you work on at practice. Let's take a look at the bottom half of the Division Four bracket, Coach Julie. And again, you're talking about you're the number three seed playing the number six seed, Sacred Heart. But tell us how you got here. Two straight set victories in the first and second rounds. Again, it's um, we've been able to serve tough overall during the year. That's probably been um, one of our strong suits for the entire year. And that's what we continue to work on is to serve tough. Um, and just um, we try to be consistent, try to limit uh, you know, you're trying to limit your errors. So uh, keep the just to keep that ball in play. And I think that's how we've gotten here so far. And now I, I always ask coaches this and, it, you know, we're, we're media guys. You're not looking past your, your next opponent, but just give me your take on um, Pope John Paul and coach <laughs> Danny Tullis's team that also has had just a just a, a real nice close finish to the regular season. And they like you playing very well right now. Right. And the last time I played Danny was uh, two years ago when he stopped us at the state tournament um, in the semifinals. Right. At the Ponchi so, Train Center. Yep. Right. Right. Um, he's his team's well coached. They're, uh, you know, disciplined. They um, again, they're a team who limit their mistakes. The setter knows what to do with the balls. And then once she gets it to the hitters, they they execute. So it's just always uh, it's always a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge getting past Sacred Heart. Um, and then, you know, if we got that far, they're also just a tough team to beat. No question. No question. Coach Julie, let's talk about, um, we, we mentioned her a little bit ago, Jackie Melanson, who recently got her 600th uh, career kill. And I asked you off camera before we started the show about, you know, is she looking anywhere collegiately? And you're like, yeah, she already is, uh, but she's playing softball. Like three of my other players on this volleyball team playing college softball uh, coming up in their future. But talk about, I guess, those players and um, tell us about Jackie, who we heard had a phenomenal game in that win against Newman uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, 
the new we played Newman. We the first set of that match was we lost pretty badly. And um, I, it just, it clicked and she came on and she did play. She dug the ball well, she hit the ball well, she served the ball well. Um, and, and the team rallied behind that. It was, inc- it was just an, an awesome match for us. Um, Jackie will be playing in college as, as well as uh, my setter, Madison Lesh. So they're going to go, they're actually going to the same college. And then my libero is going to be playing college softball as well. So these three ladies um, come in and they work hard and then they end up going back and working more softball. And they're just really committed to athletics, women's athletics. Excellent. Another one of your players is a familiar name. I know you got Coach Tax uh, as one of your assistant coaches. Uh, and her, her older daughter, Danielle, now a stud at UL. I want to talk about her in just a minute. But Marissa Tax, an outside hitter, uh, playing opposite Jackie right now. And looking at the highlights that we were editing before the show, Marissa is quite a player, too. And I see her out there playing beach volleyball a lot as well. Yeah, Marissa is uh, like she's solid across the board. I think what Marissa just limits her mistakes. She makes very few mistakes. She might not people overlook her because she's not flashy, but she just gets the job done. She passes the ball well. She's been serving really tough, makes very few hitting errors. And so um, it it is she just you, you, the ball's in her hand. You know, it's going across the net. So that's nice. You know, that's a nice uh, feeling as a coach to know that, you know, she's going to make the play. Indeed. And she, she got um, a a lot of experience. I'm sure just, just playing in the same family with uh, her (laughs) older sister, Danielle, Danielle. I mean, I mean, again, was just quietly just awesome. I mean, 3000 career assists at John Curtis on the high school level. And I think, she might be listed at 5-4, I mean, maybe at 5-4, and that's, you know, maybe. But she is playing Division One college indoor volleyball uh, for the Raging Cajuns and is playing well. Is it DS there? If you could, tell us what that feels like to have a player from your program, John Curtis, representing New Orleans area volleyball at a very high level. Um, you know, like I, we had, I mentioned to you earlier, you know, people know our basketball program and people know our softball program, but it is so nice to have a player who's worked as hard as uh, Danielle has to get out there and to represent us in the uh, volleyball community and especially a D1. So I think it just it shows the uh, amount of time that these girls do put in to volleyball. And it's just, uh, you know, just exciting to have somebody playing at that level. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm very, very happy for her and, um, you know, representing uh, volleyball in this area so well. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see her over there at the Cajun Dome. And let me ask you that. I mean, all these years you've been preparing teams to get ready to go to the Pontchartrain Center and obviously coaching at Hannon, Sacred Heart, John Curtis. It's just a little hop, skip and a jump right over there uh, to Kenner to go to go uh, not only watch your team, but have your student body come over now, second year in a row. Um, a little bit of a two-hour road trip playing in Lafayette at the Cajun Dome. My question is, what is it like for you as a coach? Do, do you like playing over there? Um, is, is it a good thing for your program? Um, 
I think it's exciting. It's different. You know, it's it's fresh. So it's something that the girls get to experience that they haven't experienced before. I mean, my first state tournament was in Lafayette, but it was in Lafayette when we were at Como High School. So, that, yeah, I go back. Yes. So anyway, uh, I've been to Lafayette to play and it's kind of like full circle that we get to go back and we're playing there again. So I'm just excited for the girls to be able to experience this. As a coach, how do you prepare? How do you prepare them? You know, I know you played in a lot of tournaments, you know, on the road tournaments, you know, they're used to taking bus rides. But when you're playing for, you know, um, you know, the one and done, the you know, the, the excitement, everybody in Louisiana right now, and I can see everybody's social media and they're making posters and making, you know, fat heads of the girls faces that, you know, everybody's so excited right now. But as a coach, to take your team on a little bit of a road trip. How do you prepare them for that? Uh, we, tr we, we're, I mean, the good thing is that with volleyball, you do get to travel. So we played, you know, we've played in Ruston, we've played in Baton Rouge. Um, so we've traveled, we've traveled some. Uh, the excitement, I'm not sure you could, you know, prepare us with prepared as we're going to be. Um, we have a fantastic student body section. And um, every time we play home, the student body, you know, brings the excitement, brings some life. So at least we're we're definitely used to the noise. We're definitely used to the crowd. So um, that I think we're ready for. It's just everything else, you know, is going to come when you get there. Well, we wish you the best, and we certainly appreciate you being on the show this morning. On the way out, what would you like the volleyball community, the people that watch this Digging It Volleyball podcast, what would you like them to know about you, you as a coach, your program that you've, you've developed there at John Curtis and, and your team? Just kind of an open mic to, to, to send you out, coach. Well, I've been extremely blessed, extremely blessed to have had a tremendous jobs, tremendous experiences like Hannon and, and Sacred Heart and then over here at John Curtis and have had schools that have embraced volleyball and embrace women's athletics. And um, I've worked with just so many different people that have um, helped me get to where I am and helped me to be successful. And, and the volleyball community is a community like none other. Again, like it's small, it's connected. And um, just, I, I don't know if I could say enough, what an experience. I I've had such an experience. So over the years, I wouldn't trade any of it in because it has been just, I don't, you know, again, just the best part of my life. I mean, I even met my husband playing volleyball. So, I mean, how can you, you know, it, it, it's, I, I don't know. I just don't have any other words, but what a, what a life. What a great, great ride. No, it, it, you can tell it's a labor of love and it's, uh, trust me, the, the volleyball community has uh, been better because you've been a big part of it as well. So we wish you the best. Again, it's a quarterfinal matchup with a, a, a team from your backyard, Sacred Heart, one of your former teams, Coach J.J. Wan and yourself. It'll be a great uh, chess match, 10.50 a.m. at the Cajun Dome. Coach, best of luck. And again, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, appreciate it. You got it. Best of luck. I'll, we'll see you over there. Thank you.
You got it. All right. So it's time for us to take our first break here on Digging It. When we return, we go to the college ranks and we head over to Mobile, Alabama and join the winningest volleyball coach in the collegiate ranks of all time. I'm talking about Peggy Martin of Spring Hill. Again, Digging It is brought to you by Farm Bureau of St. Charles, St. John Parish, as well as the Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan. I'm Eric Ritchie. It's time to take a break. We'll be back with Coach Martin after this. My name is Will Sermon from St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. On behalf of my entire staff, I want to wish all the players and coaches the best of luck. Real service, real people. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to Digging It, segment two. As we do each and every show, it's college volleyball time, and it's not just any guest this week. We are honored to have the winningest coach in college volleyball history. You heard me right, number one. It's head coach Peggy Martin from Spring Hill, who joins us now from Mobile, Alabama. Coach Martin, first of all, congratulations just on an unbelievable career. I know you had another great season at Spring Hill, but thanks for joining us on our Digging It Volleyball podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I'm pleased to be here. Oh, man, it's it's it, we, we talked about you a couple weeks. I don't know if your ears were burning with Sean Taylor, uh, the beach coach at Southern Miss. And obviously he was there with you when you started the beach program uh, at, at Spring Hill. But, um, you know, when you when you get introduced as the winningest coach in college volleyball history, what does that mean to you? What does that that accolade? I mean, that's that's the pinnacle of your of your profession and you're number one. Well, I guess the, the first thing that comes to mind is I might must really love what I'm doing to be doing it this long. The second thing that comes to mind is I wouldn't be doing it if there weren't a lot of wins involved, because as you know, losing isn't the most fun thing that happens. And also, I think I'm very appreciative of the fact that I go to work every day and I love to be there. And there are unfortunately a lot of people in the world that don't love their jobs. And, you know, I almost would pay them to let me do what I do. And I've been doing this for a long time. It's very hard to give it up once you're in love with something. And I know I'll have to retire sometime. Um, And people keep asking when and, you know, I'm not really sure. I don't know what I would do. So I think there's a lot of things that go to a ton of wins. And the most important thing probably is longevity. I was able to stay a long time at the University of Central Missouri for 33 years, and now I'm at Spring Hill for 13. So that's a long time in anybody's lifetime to be doing pretty much the same thing over and over and still love it. Coach, we always ask our guests really how it all started for them, really how the volleyball bug kind of bit them early in your life. I know you're from Mobile, and um, but there weren't – 
high school sports for girls that were offered when, when you were growing up. So tell me, I, I know you ended up in Indiana playing basketball and, uh, you know, you were your track. I mean, all the sports that I looked up that you played early on. When did volleyball kind of come into your life and what was it like being a player growing up in Mobile uh, just trying to compete? Well, I was lucky in Mobile. I went to a little Catholic school and the CYO leagues gave me an opportunity to compete in volleyball, basketball, it even truck and field very, very young. Um, my dad was a great athlete. Um, my mom was a good cheerleader. Uh, they let me do any sport I wanted to do and didn't push me in one direction. And honestly, I was more of a basketball player. I was a good volleyball player, but basketball was my real love. Went to Indiana, got to play, you know, prior to Title IX, Indiana was way ahead of uh, a lot of the uh, other athletic departments that uh, engaged women in playing sports even before Title IX. So I was really, really blessed. Unfortunately, volleyball and basketball seasons at that time went at the same time. So I had to pick other sports to play when I wasn't in basketball season. Uh, after college, I came back to Mobile and taught a year um, and then went off to get my master's degree. And I worked for uh, a graduate assistantship, learned to coach in the basketball program as well as the volleyball program. And really just fell in love with volleyball. The uh, coach there, Pat Hilscher was a pioneer knew so much more about volleyball than anybody I've ever heard of then or since, and really fell in love with her, the sport, everything. And it was kind of fun. You, you know, play basketball. Everybody knows something about basketball. But at that time, especially, <laughs> nobody knew anything about volleyball. So whatever you knew, you knew more than them. So it just took off from there. I went down to Florida Southern, had a year down there coaching just club sports, volleyball and basketball. And then I ended up at Central Missouri, and my first job there was teaching a full load, of course. There weren't full-time coaches for women. And then I also coached volleyball and coached softball, which I played in college also. So for 11 years, I did both and then got the opportunity to choose which one, okay, indoors or outdoors in Missouri. Wasn't a hard choice. I chose volleyball <laughs> and stuck with it and uh, – just kept going and going. Outstanding. And tell me about what kind of a coach you were early on. Once you learned the sport, as you said, not many people even even knew kind of some of the rules of volleyball. How did you become such a such a successful coach? And I know you 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 wrote a book, one hundred and one volleyball drills. You've done instructional videos on um, you know training the setter, training the libero. When you when you first got into coaching, you know, what type of a coach were you and how would you describe yourself as a coach today? You know, I think early on, I'm probably um, not much different than I, I am now. I think my skill set is more in managing people and finding the right people to put in the right positions so they can support each other. Um, I think recruiting is a key to that. Even way back then, we didn't, we kind of just took the kids that tried out, but even in our tryouts, you know, we'd find those people that could get along with other people and work together. So I think I would consider myself more of a um, manager of people, putting them in the right positions to, to achieve some success. Um, 
you mentioned Sean Taylor, my assistant um, down here at Spring Hill a couple of years ago. He's a great technical coach and would help me with the techniques of the game. Um, but yeah, I think I learned more <clears throat> a long time ago. I think now some of the problems that I face is I forget what I have not shared with each team. You know, I probably have things in the back of my head that I know this team, some days I'll say, hey, have we ever done this? And they'll go, no. And so then I can go and do it. Uh, it's a lot of years. I also think I've mellowed. Um, I've never been a real um, screamer, sideline coach, don't yell at the officials a lot. Uh, but I was pretty harsh probably as a young person to my players in the practice scenario, trying to establish the respect that you have to have as a coach. You know, I was 25 years old and they were 18 years old. Well, now that isn't such a big deal. The respect factor is there. You know, they're playing for their grandma. You know, they they wouldn't treat their grandma ugly, so they don't treat me ugly. Uh, I can be much more laid back in terms of, um, you know, asking them nicely to do things. Uh, and they do it. So I think I've mellowed. I'm still intense. I'm still passionate. Um, practice is my world. I love going to practice. The kids love playing the games. I love practicing. Outstanding. Outstanding. And we're, again, we're talking to Peggy Martin, the winningest college volleyball coach in the history of the sport. She's in the ABCA Mobile Sports Hall of Fame. By the way, he, you mentioned your dad before, uh, Mr. Bill Martin, also a member of that Hall of Fame, and the McGill Tulin Hall of Fame as well. And I know a lot of local teams familiar with McGill Tulin. They go over there each year for the Catholic Cup, an unbelievably competitive tournament with teams all around the Gulf Coast. Mount Carmel goes there, St. Joseph's from Baton Rouge, uh, Hannon. Uh, and speaking of Hannon, that's going to get me to my next question because obviously you just spoke about recruiting Michaela uh, Boyer, uh, one of your your top players. And uh, I know she was just an unbelievable player here at Hannon. Uh, she's a beach player as well. Talk about, I guess, a little bit about Michaela, but also about recruiting, you know, more on the recruiting side and getting uh, players. I know a lot of players from Florida, a lot of players from Louisiana, uh, Liz Hardwin from Dominican, uh, Megan Pulizano, a couple of players on your roster now. So a little bit about uh, Michaela Boyer and, and what a great leader she is for you, especially on that defensive side and also recruiting in, in other states like Louisiana. Well, you mentioned the Catholic Cup, and, and Michaela came over here to play in the Catholic Cup. Um, and, you know, you, you have a, a group of coaches in the area, McGill Tulin being one, but a lot of coaches over here, and Schilling at Bayside. And a lot of times if they see a player, they'll say to me, hey, have you seen this kid at Hannon? And in the meantime, before I could see her, Michaela did blow out her knee, um, and so she didn't play her junior year but we still had her come over and visit. And really, it, you know, it's word of mouth. You know, um, I was very lucky for a long time. Our conference didn't conflict with the Louisiana State Tournament. So I was always over at the Pontchartrain Center every year. Now this year there is a conflict and of course it's in Lafayette, but with our conference, but I was very blessed to do that. But, you know, in, Louisiana is a, especially the New Orleans area, obviously only two hours away. And, um, you know, Catholic school like we are, uh, we get a lot of interest from those kids. Um, Michaela is one of the best people 
and the personality is awesome. She attracts people. Obviously, when we have recruits come on campus, their host is going to be Michaela because she is our go-to personality. Um, and, you know, really, uh, not ignoring all that, she's just a terrific volleyball player. She's uh, played outside hitter for us for a couple of years, played a little Libro, and this year, we just decided her. We wanted her on the court and in the backcourt, all six rotations. So she's definitely the best Libro in our league. I think she's the best Libro in our region. Um, and of course, she plays beach, and she's one of our top beach players, also. So she was probably a great get, and I owe that high school coach, you know, a lot for you know telling me about Mick and having me go watch her. That's great. That's great. Hey, let's talk about your team this year. You just wrapped up another undefeated conference regular season. You, you've earned the number one seed uh, once again in the Southern Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, which you'll be hosting uh, at the Outlaw Rec Center. 26-7 uh, and seven overall record, but 19-0 and 0 conference record again. First of all, tell me about your success in, in the conference. And I know a lot of road games this year. When I look at your schedule, a lot of neutral sites, a lot of tournaments. Um, what was it like kind of living on the road this year? And and then now having that tournament, the conference tournament, r- right there in your, uh, in your home gym. Well, it's a thrill to be at home, you know, for sure. We did have a really weird schedule. Playing in NCAA Division II, there are not a lot of teams around us that we can pick up. You know, when we were in AIA, we had all the New Orleans schools, the Mobile, um, William Carey, the schools around us that we could play home and away with. Our conference is so spread out that our schedule is set up so that we go on weekends and we play more than one team on a weekend. Um, We've been very blessed in our conference. Our kids uh, have played up and have dominated the conference over the last couple of years. But the conference is getting better and better. And although we did go undefeated, we have a huge task this week because you know what that target is on your back. And it's always Spring Hill, uh, which I've heard it said that pressure is a privilege. So there will be a little pressure this weekend because it's hard to beat a team three and four times in a row. Um, But I trust our players. I think we have a good mix of youth as well as a Michaela uh, and a Cassandra Fairley, who's an outstanding player for us, um, both seniors, a strong senior leadership class. So it'll be a, um, a first for our conference to be single elimination. So you can't slip up. In the past, we've had a little you know, fall back on, we have to be beaten twice. Well, not this year. Somebody has to have a great match and we have to play mediocre at best to lose. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, pressure is a privilege. Coach, what is it like the difference now playing NCAA Division II as opposed to NAIA? What's the biggest difference for you? And I guess what's the biggest um, advantage uh, for, for Spring Hill? Well, I think the NCAA logo attracts kids that we wouldn't normally get if we were NAIA. I don't think the brand of volleyball is that much different, at least in our league. You know, when we played in the NAIA, uh, that was good volleyball. You know, um, in the NAIA, there were more international students. Um, You know, they could get into those schools a little bit easier than NCAA Division II. But I just think the branding of um, 
our program as an NCAA program has attracted more student athletes than probably than we would have. As I say that, I think also have to give credit to starting a beach program because I think we are attracting a higher level of athlete now that they have the opportunity if they want to play beach and indoor or play beach only or indoor only. And I think that gives us an advantage. So I think it's partially the NCAA. And I also think that adding the beach program really helped us out. Let's talk a little bit more about that. I think it was 2015 you established the, the beach volleyball program at Spring Hill. You were actually the head coach the first couple of years. So so add 13 beach wins to over 1,400 indoor wins to that to that statistic for you for career wins. What was um, as far as the program uh, progressing? Because I, I I know, and again I've told you before, you know we we get into this volleyball at VC v, VSN so hard because you know my daughter plays and I look around and we go to beach tournaments or we're you know the the lack of media is is jaw dropping. So we really made a push, but I hear players, you know that you know like like Michaela that can play play both beach and indoor. That's very inviting. What are the challenges for for players that play both, that play the beach season, play the indoor season? Uh, even like you know, my daughter, she she, I ask her, I go, well, which which sport do you like the best? Basically, whatever she's playing at the time. Right now, they love indoor, but in, in a month or so, she's going to be you know playing beach tournaments. Yeah, I think I think there's two things to look at there. I think the opportunity to go to a school where you can attempt to play both and then decide, oh, I can handle this, I can play both, or, geez, I'm getting to play a little bit more in the beach side, I think I'll go beach only. Um, I don't think it is really, I think it's somewhat easier when you go indoor and beach, because if you don't play beach, and you go to a school where you play indoor, then in the spring, you compete indoor, you know, four tournaments in the week, it's a you know, jumping a lot, you're in the gym, it's not that much fun. Whereas if you go beach, I mean, those kids are out there in the sand, they're getting a tan, the music's playing, <laughs> you know, it's just, to me, it was like, when we started the beach program, and I didn't have to do indoor in the spring, I was loving it. I loved being out there, you know, we get to go to LSU, we get to go to Tulane, uh, you know, all the division one programs we get to go and play against um, that the kids love it. I loved it. It was just a little hard for an older person to tromp around in that sand. So we got a younger beach coach. Coach, I'm going to let you go. It is um, it's been a privilege, I guess on, on the way out, I'll just kind of leave an open mic to you. What would you like people to know about uh, yourself, your program, uh, what you've established throughout your career, one of the most respected and highly successful coaches the sport's ever seen. What do you want people to know about Coach Peggy Martin and Spring Hill Volleyball? Well, I think I I think people, I would like people to know that winning is important. And this comes crazy from someone who has that many. But at the Division II level, especially, it's all about the student athlete. And, you know, we recruit good people and we hope that when they leave our program, they're even better people than they were. So we we like to make them good volleyball players, but also when they leave Spring Hill College and our program, they're going to be better people also. 
Well put. We wish you the best, Coach, this weekend in your conference tournament. Continued success and hopefully more years to come. And uh, thanks so much for being a part of uh, VSN's Digging It podcast. Thank you all for having me. You got it. All right. Let's take our final break here on this episode of, of Digging It. When we return, we'll tell you about some big things coming up, including volleyball state tournament. We'll be right back. Sermon from St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. On behalf of my entire staff, I want to wish all the players and coaches the best of luck. Real service, real people. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Time to close out this edition of Digging It. I'm Eric Ritchie, and we've got so much going on in the volleyball community right now. This is the season of the state tournament. This is the week of the state tournament, and we will be there. Of course, we cannot live stream games once we get to the quarterfinal round, and that's where we're at right now. But we're going to finish our volleyball season with strong coverage, and uh, we do so thanks to um, several sponsors, Hamwick LLC, Miracle Ear and any lab test now uh, part of our sponsors that will be uh, handling uh, the sponsorship of our coverage from the state tournament. Again, that starts the quarterfinals this Thursday. The semifinals will be Friday and the finals state championship. Five state champions crowned at the Cajun Dome in Lafayette. We'll have reports from all five. Volleyball, not the only thing going on. Of course, it's the first week of the high school football playoffs. We'll have several games from around the state. And then on Monday, November 14th, for the third consecutive year, we will proudly bring you live streaming coverage of the LHSAA Cross Country State Championship. That's right, the state championship meet at Northwestern State. And we will have all five divisions live streamed Monday, November 4th. Again, our coverage of cross country brought to you by Victory Sports. That will do it for another edition of Digging It Podcast with Eric Ritchie for Justin Thomas. And I want to thank our guest as well, Coach Peggy Martin from Spring Hill and Julie Hartley from John Curtis. Good luck to all those teams. And, um, have some fun. Go out to the Cajun Dome. Go to watch some area volleyball and get ready for the club season because here it comes. That's all for now. Thanks for watching. I'm Eric Ritchie.